So I hear there's a chance Jeff Bezos is set to become a trillionaire. That's what I heard. The past few weeks, that has stuck with me. This week, we marked Jesus' ascension, and today we heard Jesus pray, And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. What does this mean, that Jesus leaves? What has come up for me is, surely it is evidence that we are living in the absence of Christ if one man may become a trillionaire while his workers are struggling to survive. Surely Jesus really has left the building, has left the earth, and has turned us over to our suffering. Then, last Wednesday, I delivered sandwiches to the homeless encampment called Seabreeze on University here in Berkeley. Seabreeze is not quaint, as the name suggests. Tents and tarps are clustered together by the freeway, and the people there are enduring the sun and the rain with very few resources. As I was leaving a paper sack with a sandwich outside the tent of a man who couldn't make it over to the donation drop-off, I thought, as I have many times, this cannot be possible. We cannot possibly be allowing this to go on. Here, so near to million-dollar condos in a fancy shopping district that I admit I really like. This cannot be possible in a world where someone may be about to become a trillionaire. And then I came around the corner and I saw the young person who enthusiastically volunteered his afternoon to help with the sandwiches and drove his car with dozens of bags packed in the back and was unloading them by the armful and everything spun reoriented and now I am no longer in the world but they are in the world here was this young person greeting the residents of the encampment with compassion and maybe I wasn't sure maybe a little joy and I thought yeah that's a lot like Jesus and then this week I stopped by the parish house to pick up some furniture we're donating to Youth Spirit Artworks. They're building this amazing tiny house village for homeless youth, and they need furnishings. Since the parish house will be torn down in July, we need to get rid of the furniture that we had used to make two rooms into safe havens for people leaving immigration detention. And we thought... Wouldn't it be beautiful if it could go to the youth? So I stopped by and I picked up a table and chairs, some shelves, sheets and towels, all donated by people from All Souls to help shelter our siblings seeking asylum, and now going to the bright youth of YSA. I thought of all the hands that carried each piece of furniture and arrange them 
and folded the linens and folded the towels. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. I was reminded of Jesus caring for his friends. I got a little emotional sorting through things in the parish house. Maybe this pandemic is getting to me. And so I went home and I checked my email, and I've got folks telling me they have bikes to donate to the homeless encampments, and other folks telling me they can fix those bikes up. I've got folks who want to help out, even though their own circumstances are pretty tough, whatever they can manage. And people who want to make sandwiches for the folks in the camps, and people delivering sandwiches with questions and donations I've had to turn away of beautiful things like oranges and bagels. And then there's the folks who want to make masks for our homeless friends and who have masks to donate and who are encouraging others to donate. So the whole thing snowballs. Our effort to collect a few dozen became hundreds overnight. Every other email in my box, it seems, is someone wanting to pitch in. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. It's a lot like what witnessing the loaves and the fishes might have been like, I imagine. A lot like that. A lot like a miraculous Jesus. And then came the canned food drive. I was a little skeptical if it would work. This experiment during shelter in place where all Solzians would leave bags of canned goods on their porches and someone would whisk it all away to the food bank. It seemed improbable that we would all be able to open our pantries and open our doors and feed people. But that's what happened. 24 families donated a car full of food, which a faithful driver steered into the parking lot of the food pantry, where it was unloaded by grateful hands. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. Now, none of this addresses the structural issues that allow one person to possibly amass a trillion dollars while others are literally laying in the dirt. Fixing that is going to require work at a higher level than one parish. It is work we can and should all get involved in, but its urgency doesn't make what I've been witnessing at All Souls any less important or any less beautiful. It's not too long before today's passage in John that Jesus tells us, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should love one another. And I am seeing this love spring up in so many ways. In this time when we cannot receive communion, and when we cannot be present together in a group, we are the body of Christ more than ever. We don't need to rush to reopen our church because the church is not this building. It has never been and will never be this building or any building. It is the people.
with every can placed in a paper sack, with every sandwich delivered, with every bike and mask and piece of furniture, Christ is present. In every act of solidarity with our fellow humans, in every merciful gesture, in every kindness we offer strangers, Jesus is there. You are making Christ visible in the world. You are bringing Christ's message and presence into all of the places where people feel forgotten. You are working all kinds of everyday miracles with your peanut butter and jelly, your needle and thread, your time, and your heart. Everywhere you are in the world, Christ is in the world. Amen.